0: What is going on, guys? And welcome to, I believe it's episode four, episode quattro, guys. We're making a headway here, baby. Um, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If this is the second time tuning in, welcome back, baby. Uh, if this is your third time, you are a hero. Thank you for listening. Um, and um, just to let you know really what this is about, this whole podcast, if this is your first time tuning in, quickly. Uh, This is about, you know, Americana, how it's defined is certain fragments of America, the culture of America, Americana, and then combined really creates the American culture. So I thought that was the perfect kind of uh, analogy, uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, to describe where we're at today. And, um, you know, we find ourselves today in a very weird place as Americans. Um, Obviously, this is about America since this is called Americana, Um, so, you know, if you haven't (laughs) been following what's been going on, I'm envious of you, but I'm also not, and let me explain that, I'm envious because, obviously, your life is probably a lot more chill, although I I would think it'd be very unrealistic that anybody wouldn't really know what's going on right now, unless you're completely off the grid. I'm sure there are, like, people in the mountains, like mountain people, just, like, chilling. So, God bless you guys. But also, I'm not envious, and the reason for that is the things that are going on in this country are incredibly important to talk about right now. As as uncomfortable as they may be, as uh, triggering as they may be for some people, and as sad and tragic as it may be for virtually everybody, um, these are things that are important to discuss. And the things that are happening right now um, are very sad. And that brings me to the topic of this this episode. And, and just a just step back a bit. The point of this podcast, again, is um, to look objectively about these situations in America and not just provide commentary on it, there's literally zero political bias or intention behind this podcast. I put all my political bias aside as much as I can as a human being. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but truly, truly, 100%, that's my intention for this podcast. Um, it's to look objectively from a bird's eye view of what's going on. And then the whole point is to bring a positive, positive in quotes, um, I think a better word would be productive um, solution, quote unquote, to what's going on. Now, I'm not saying that these solutions can be implemented tomorrow. I, mean, I guess in a theory they can, but really, what it's about is it comes down a lot to what you can do as an individual. The solution for you and your individual experience, and how we can we can we can promote positive change uh, through our lives, because at the end of the day, we do impact. The world every day we, we, we show up and we live right as weird as that might sound because you have a conversation with somebody and it's kind of like corona right like that person talks to, to more people and more people and that person talks to people and your ideas and your beliefs um could be exponentially spread you know what i mean so that's the really the point of of this podcast is to is to give you the power that you do have And talk about we don't always talk about individual solutions Um, it could be we want drastic solutions as as a society ideally um, and we will talk about that as well but just want to reiterate that uh, change doesn't just have to be thoughts you know we want to implement change as soon as possible for us to live more peaceful positive lives as a nation and, and, and become stronger and back to our core as a nation um, so that brings me to the topic of today's uh, episode today's cast today's pod <laughs> and the topic is love love versus fear and just to start off um, a lot of times if you if you if you are um, educated or familiar with eastern philosophies it might even be um, incorporated in religious I'm not religious myself so I'm not entirely sure but especially in uh, eastern philosophies such as Buddhism I'm sure they're involved in some religious scriptures Um, they talk about love and fear right and here's the thing we see a lot of fear in this country in a lot of forms, right? And uh, people say that fear is um, uh, is part of hate. You know what I mean? You can't um, be angry or hateful, unless there's fear involved, you know what I mean, um, and that's interesting, right, now anger is different than, than hate, because it seems um, that hate, you're more likely to be directing that towards somebody else, right, and anger could just be, um just angry at nothing, (laughs) you know what I mean, hate is more directed towards something else, hate is definitely anger, right, but anger doesn't necessarily have to have hate, which is interesting, but either way, both of these things involve fear, okay, let me tell you why, they involve fear because they don't involve love, they don't involve light, and we're seeing that in a lot of areas in this country, um, that's what I'm saying. Is a lot of Eastern philosophies say that, but they're really what it comes down to is there's only two emotions love and fear. All the positive emotions that you may have gratitude, pleasure, excitement, adventure, spontaneous, spontaneity I think that's the word. um exhilaration, humor, laughter, any positive emotion that you have is from that side of love. And talking about the negative, quote-unquote negative emotions, right? Here's the thing. You know, obviously humans have their bias and they say, oh, you know, these things are negative. And listen, I mean, hate is negative, you know, because we're humans and it's true that when you hate something, or someone it, it doesn't work out for either of you it's just not a nice thing or productive thing to do but when thinking about it in a spiritual sense and in the world you'll find out that it just is what it is like you're just this yin and yang right um that's more sufficient when like you have sadness and things like that like that's not negative if you're sad um it's good like like dive into that and, and find out why you're sad and experience that that's what life has to offer and, you know, this could be a different podcast, getting a little too spiritual now, but I think all of us as humans, um, it's super important to do that because when you, when you stuff sadness down, uh, a lot of times fear comes up and hate and just dark energy. And that could, that could result in a lot of the things that are, that are happening now in this country. But back to kind of the more tangible stuff here. Um, well, in terms of the negative stuff, like I said, um, that come from fear, hate, anger, hostility, uh, mm, sadness in a way comes from fear. Um, and that's all debatable. I mean, um, I think for the most part, the, the, the most clear terms are anger, hate, jealousy, envy, guilt, uh, more of the darker emotion, but I don't think sadness is really a dark emotion, um, you know, so those things come from fear, and what we're talking about today is love versus fear, and what we're seeing in this country is clear that <laughs> there's not a lot of love going around, there's just not, right, um, that's just super fucking clear, and there's a lot of hate going around, which means a lot of fear going around. I think I think white people are fearful. I think black people are fearful. I think everyone is fearful in a lot of different reasons and ways. Corona, um, the way that this country is going, but really the what I'm trying to get at specifically with the fear and hate thing is the um, the race relations in this country. I think it, it's, listen, it's impossible to have a political podcast like this when, and keep in mind, like I, like I said, this is an objective view of what's going on politically, but it's not just politics, it's about Americana, everything that America has to offer, and right now it's offering a lot of stories of violence and, um, and hate and division and racial tension, so I think it's important to discuss that in an objective, non-political way, because, listen, it's so easy to... um You know, look at videos of of right-wing, you know, maybe the Daily Wire uh, gives an argument. And then you look at CNN, they give an argument. It's just like, you know, like, it's just a lot. It's just just too much, man. So I think it's important to have something like this where we just look objectively at what's going on and we talk about possibly what we can do as individuals and ultimately people, American people, uh, to move forward in a positive way. So, let's dissect what's going on here. Um, you know, you have a shooting that has happened recently. Jacob Blake. And terrible. Terrible. Um, another unarmed black man was killed in the hands of police who shot seven times in his back. Um, and... Here's the thing. This is when I believe I might start pissing people off. And keep in mind, I'm not trying to piss anyone off. But that's what this whole point is to be objective as possible. Okay? And I know that can be very hard right now. In terms of people being angry. And you have the absolute fucking right to be angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. And here's why. Again, I don't want to bring my bias in here. But I'll tell you why I'm angry. Um, cops suck. Cops suck they killed another unarmed black man and that you should never take somebody's life like they should not be the judge and uh, jury and executioner you know and one black person or any person is is too many and there has to be a serious serious change but it's not going to come from the top from this administration that's for sure but here's what i mean when i say i might start pissing people off here objectively, what happened when that story came out was that it was race. And I know what might be going through your minds, of course it's race. Maybe some people are like, no, it's not. But I, I believe the majority of you might say, of course it's race. And you might be right. It might be, it might have been from that man's mind, in his mind, a racial thing. He might have been more scared because he was black. That's a racial stereotype and a terrible thing to have. And that might have caused him to, to shoot seven times. Um, the evidence, you know, again, this subjective objective, so let's look at it. And like I said, absolutely, it could be race related, but also it could not be, right? That, that's a, that's a possibility. Here's, a, a, whenever I give my opinion, I'll just tell you, um, because like I said, I want this to be objective. But my opinion from the evidence is that it's possible that it's race-related. I think that the the the, the majority, um, the biggest problem here was that there was not sub- substantial training on the cops' part, um, because. He should have subdued him before, prior to that that point of time where he was reaching into his car. And most importantly, he should not have fired seven times in the man's back. You know, it, 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 was, it was obviously, he was the cop was scared and he was probably inexperienced and just did something like that. And again, I could be wrong. Like, maybe he shot seven times because he was black. That's a possibility. But I am saying that, that's not um, entirely 100% the case as we know. But what I'm trying to say is obviously what happened with him is absolutely terrible. And that cop should be held accountable and that police department should be accountable. It's like I'm saying, it seems like training was an issue there. Um, they were not substantially experienced to, to, to handle that situation. He should never have gone away and they should never have killed him and they should never have fired seven shots in his back. Hundred percent. It was terrible. Um but the fear um of this is that everybody all of a sudden right away was like this is uh race related and now that, that creates just so much hate more hate from the from ultimately both sides, right? But more significantly the BLM sides side. And not to say that they shouldn't be angry and Listen, the fact is, objectively, another unarmed black man, whether he was reaching for a knife, I believe he was. um, The cop could have thought he was reaching for a gun. But either way, he was unarmed. And a cop, an inexperienced cop shot, uh, killed him. That happened again. And um, what I'm saying is, you know, we have the internet and the media is not helping this out but this creates more division between the entirety of the country saying, okay, it's black and white again. You know what I mean? And again, that might be possible. But looking at all the facts, we don't know that. Um, And it's hard to be loving during this time. And like, that sounds super ignorant to say, oh, we should be loving after something like that. You know, it's important to be realistic. And the reality is, um, it's important to be angry. Because things need to change. Training needs to change. If that cop, whatever was going through his mind, if it was a racial thing, that's terrible. And either way, we should have vetting for cops and make sure they're not fucking racist. At, at the forefront, man, that, that should be the forefront. Just psychologically figure that out. Um, Because don't get me wrong, there's definitely racist cops out there. George Floyd example is absolutely tragic and and fucked up. But looking at this from a bird's eye view, the hate and anger are there. You have Trump supporters being hateful as well, um, driving into Portland and spraying people with tear gas. And you also have BLM supporters being hateful as well, towards Trump, Trump supporters. And we saw that, with, um, I believe, on Saturday with a Trump supporter getting killed, being assassinated by a BLM supporter. It goes both ways. It goes both ways, guys. And what we need as a country to heal, the only way we're going to heal, the anger, more specifically the hate and the fear that comes with it, we have to transcend that. And I know that sounds, like I said, ignorant today and hard to do, but it is the only way forward. You know, as MLK preached, whites and blacks and every other race, we have to come together in like a loving, empathetic way, you know, and um, partake in, in in these situations. Because if if we don't, then, you know, the same same exact thing is, is going to happen, you know? The same exact thing is going to happen. Because, um, as we see with this and everything else, it's just totally not productive what is going on in terms of the fear. Now, don't, don't get me wrong, you know, these things could be fur- furthered with um, some sort of change. And um, that's what we want. You know, we want voices and, and things of that nature to be heard. And the issue that we're seeing right now is um, a lot of politicians are not open to, to hearing you know, what is going on with everything. And um, that's the issue, and that's why a lot of these riots are happening because people people are angry of, because you're not being heard, and I get that. Uh, again, I, like I said, I don't want to put my opinion, but objectively, like that that makes perfect sense, you know. And um, what we need to do is uh, make sure that eventually hopefully sooner than later, both sides, and, and not necessarily sides, as Americans, you know, we can get to a point where we can choose love over fear. And talking about love, we talk a lot about fear and what's going on. Love is about, as Americans, being open to listening to the other side. And it's about, um, being empathetic towards the other side. And it's about if you have any anger that comes up in you, be conscious of it. Ask yourself, why am I angry? Keep moving forward with discussion until we get to a point where policy-wise we can reach a compromise on a lot of things. For example, Defund the police, I think. I keep getting my opinion there. Um, I'll say, I think it's a very radical move. I think it's a good move. I think we should reallocate police budgets. Um, so I do support it in a way. Um, but I think the most important thing is to, tr- is to change the, the atmosphere of police departments and especially change the training. It should be a lot more time for training. I believe it's only twelve weeks. I could be completely wrong, but it's definitely not like four years. I think it should be like three or four years, and really get down to vetting and make sure that these cops—you're not hiring psychos because that's what happens with the George Floyd case, like crazy Um, stuff—and make it a better, more loving force which means protecting the people and not hurting the people a lot of hate from police officers for sure a lot of hate from BLM protesters or other protesters you see that and thus you know fighting is never gonna change anything just Mm -hmm. more people are gonna get killed more lives are gonna be lost more lives are gonna be changed for the worse and nothing's gonna change you know It's not like anything's going to change if you kill another person. Like, that's terrible. Um, Now, with that in mind, I think that in some areas, for example, New York City, I think it does make sense uh, to put more money into uh, low-income communities. But as we've seen objectively, we we have more crime. I'm not sure if that's um, attributed to the $1 billion uh, defunding of police. Um, But again, these things have to be looked into objectively and Remove the political and emotional aspect of it. You know, lives are being lost. And it's a tragedy. Really a tragedy. I think a lot of this fear and hate started with police. Um, because of all of the police brutality that has happened. You can't lie. that Those things have happened. Um... I think it's just important that BLM or protesters, um, don't move down. It's the, the, the route of hate. Anger is one thing. Hate is something that just breeds more hate. And that's really where we're going to end this episode here. Because that's the most important part of that. If you got that part, then I'm glad. Because, um, anger is one thing, but hate, just breeds more hate, not gonna get anywhere. Wars, I mean, that's a whole other story. Hate might help you, not war, but what war does is not love make love not war, right? It's uh, you just kill a lot more people. And if that's success to you, then we're not on the same page here. In that pocket, this pocket, not um, about that. It's about being, getting back to the pride that Americans can have. And yes, our past is dark. And yes, African Americans and other people have a right to be angry with the American past. And have a right to be angry about everything. You can be angry about whatever. But I hope you understand what I'm trying to say is we must not forget our past. We must learn from it. And Really move on. Look towards the future, not the past. Um, Forgiveness, as hard as it may be, has to be done. And that's from love as well. That's the only way forward. You know. So thanks, guys, for listening. I know this is kind of a deep podcast here. um, But, um, that's, um, yeah, that's it. Thanks, guys, for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh tune in next time and uh we'll we'll get back into the um the nitty gritty of Americana. Hope you enjoyed this though. I mean I know again like it was deep and kinda of dark. Uh it's, it's important to have these serious conversations. Uh even though it's just <laughs> it's just me. But you know, what this is gonna evolve to is having people on where we talk objectively about this and talk about solutions. And the solution here I hope you was implied, but it's really just to live your life in a state of love as much as possible. Forgive people and um, uh, be conscious and not let hate get the best of you. Meditate and understand that as hard as it can be, um, loving each other is the most effective way to get to peace. If you do that in your own life, then you're a step forward. For example, if you hate in your own life, that just if you ever, we're in a dark place i think we all have where you hated somebody or so, something or yourself especially yourself then your life just like does not work out <laughs> you're not looking like, incredibly successful as if you're in a state of love and gratitude and expression no judgment you know for people depending on how they look or how they act that's the way forward so yeah hope you guys enjoyed this and uh tune in next time for americana wanna